As I think some of you know, I grew up in a home with a Jewish educator for a mother, and my father was a temple board member. In fact, he was president of two synagogues at the same time. <laughs> so I have a particular appreciation for synagogue volunteers, and particularly so for temple presidents. They are a unique role. They play a unique role in the history of the Jewish people. Going all the back, back to the days of the shtetl, the synagogue president has been a, an incredible and an important role, played an incredibly important role in shaping the community, in helping to lead the community, in helping to deal in times of crisis, sometimes crises created by the rabbi. <laughs> it is a, there is, I think, a special place in heaven reserved for temple presidents, not that they should get there anytime soon. And so it is a true pleasure to have the sacred opportunity to work in sacred partnership with our temple president, Jeff Balin, who is not only our president, but also a gabai at our synagogue, a regular in our minion, a regular in Torah study, a regular on Saturday mornings. He's here almost as much as I am. Jeff, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the Bimah for some remarks in this new year. Jeff Balin, our temple president. those I haven't had an opportunity to say to yet, Shana Tova. On this today, Yom Kippur, our most sacred day of the year, it is a tremendous honor to be able to address this most sacred community, one I care very deeply about and respect beyond measure, one that I am so humbled to serve. Behind me, inside our holy ark, our Temple Shalom's sacred Torah scrolls. Before me, inside our holy sanctuary, our Temple Shalom's sacred people. This is a great place to be. This is a great place to be. Our sacred Torah scrolls are filled with profound depth and majesty they are treasured and hallowed. We accord them boundless respect and honor as we should. When we pull back the doors and curtains of our Aron HaKodesh, our holy ark, we reveal these timeless scrolls. We take them out, exalt them before our congregation and look deeply into them. Seeing the words, hearing the wisdom, Shema Yisrael. We find endless insight and guidance. We sense the divine, and we also learn of a litany of human and social imperfections, struggles, blunders, and other characteristics of our limited human condition that we share with our esteemed biblical ancestors. An oddly comforting notion for all generations. And yet, as invaluable and sacred as our Torah scrolls are, our sages tell us, as we hope they would, 
that a human being, a person, a living soul, is even more valuable, more treasured, and more sacred. Personally, despite or perhaps because of my deep reverence of Torah, I could not agree more. For although we are commanded to hold onto Torah as a tree of life, as the doors of our holy ark remind us in the Hebrew, what is even more treasured? Us. Us. So why am I, as temple president, comparing Torah scrolls to people? Because this recognition of the preeminent worth of a human life is at the very core of why we, Temple Shalom, exist and the heart essence of our own most central and sacred text as an organization, our mission statement. Our mission statement reads, Temple Shalom, a Canadian Reformed congregation that honors and sanctifies each and every person, integrating a deep sense of Jewish tradition with contemporary life, to honor and sanctify each and every person. That is our core mission. It is challenging, to say the least, to convincingly convey this in every interaction and touch point the shul has with each of the more than 2,400 souls residing in 880 plus households that affiliate with Temple Shalom. But I can tell you that this attitude pervades the ultimate objective of everything, and I mean everything, we do, and we will not abandon it simply because it might seem impossible. That would not be very Jewish. That our Torah and our history remind us, and that would not be Temple Shalom. As president of the synagogue, I have had the most privileged distinction and honor of engaging with our temple community on a level that is unique to the position. I see, speak with, and hear from people on a myriad of topics and issues, often pleasant, sometimes not, but every conversation is treasured. Admittedly, I must sometimes accept that we cannot yet meet everyone's expectations. That despite the greatness of being human and the best of intentions, we are, after all, only human. And our resources are finite. But it is for this very same reason that I cannot be more proud humbled and privileged to witness the great achievements of our remarkable clergy, and I mean really, truly remarkable clergy, along with our magnificent and heroic staff and volunteers. Day in and day out, I witness their commitment and obligation to our core texts and guiding principles, both spiritual and organizational, a commitment to Jewish values, first and foremost being the sanctification of each and every person. Never, never, never have we abandoned that goal to somehow, some way, manage our resources, talents, challenges, and limitations so that somehow, some way, 
we may continue toward our promised land of honoring and sanctifying each and every person. Case in point, at the beginning of every temple board meeting, each member, including our directors, executives, senior staff, affiliates, and rabbis, places before them a name card with their name and our mission printed on both sides, one side facing them, one side facing others. It serves as a clear reminder of our personal commitment and accountability to the people, faith, and community that we serve. As a board, we are deeply dedicated to all aspects of responsible governance and management of shul resources. But I can tell you that what really lights us up in that room is the learning about people, initiatives, decisions, or events that have deeply demonstrated inclusiveness, belonging, honoring, and sanctifying. This is what drives us, and this is what moves us. I have illustrated an example of our commitment at the board level, but I assure you this passion extends to every corner of involvement, leadership, and contribution at all levels of this hallowed organization, staff, volunteers, and of course, most intensively, our clergy. Please forgive me for not including the specific names in my remarks today. I wish I had the time to include everyone and the ability not to exclude anyone. Instead, please know that there have been countless names and faces that have come to my mind as I wrote the contents of this address, and I am filled with enormous gratitude for all of them. Indeed, as Rabbi Dan indicated last night, we are in a synagogue, and Temple Shalom is very much a vast ecosystem that creates the conditions to uplift the soul and bring the light to darkness. As was referenced last night, the darkness of loneliness. It brings communal ways to difficult days, relief to a strained face, comfort, companionship, and meaningful moments. There's a beautiful story of a man digging a sewage trench, a sewage trench that led to and from the place where a house of worship was slated for construction. When asked, what are you doing? The man replied, I am building a cathedral. There is no task here, not one, undertaken by our staff, clergy, or volunteers that does not contribute to the building of our cathedral or more Jewishly appropriate, our Mishkan. This is our Mishkan. This is our dwelling place of people's lives and souls, highs and lows, gifts and challenges, faiths and doubts, dreams and hopes. Build me a sanctuary and I will dwell among them. God famously says to Moses in the desert. This is our Mishkan. This is where God dwells. And it is also, therefore, my Mishkan. On a more personal note, this place of dwelling has been vitally important to me. In addition to being president, I am also a congregant, a recipient of the sanctifying effect and divine presence that exists here at Temple Shalom. For me, 
Like most, if not all of us, not every day goes well. Life happens. Some days are harder than others, and sometimes a series of such days get strung together, and the hard day can become a hard time. However, time after time when I come here to Temple Shalom, whether to pray or volunteer, gather or just visit, the hard days and hard times dissipate and often disappear, replaced by the healing powers of human connection and the collective efforts and gestures of few and many. I believe that I am not alone in this experience. I hope that you too have found or will find that connection. Perhaps your connection will come from Shabbat, holiday or morning minion services, or may come from an event put on our by, by our 60 plus group, sisterhood or men's club. Perhaps it will come from supporting someone in time of need at a shiva, or celebrating a simcha, perhaps while participating in our incredible and growing Temple Shalom School with now over 180 young souls representing the future of our tradition. Perhaps your connection will come from attending a lecture, family Shabbat, next-gen dinner, Marvi activity, or Jewish education course, or wise aging class. Perhaps it will come from an Eastside Jews event, or sp supporting an environmental initiative. Perhaps it will come by just visiting our friendly staff in the office, or sharing a few words with our devoted security and custodial staff. Perhaps it will come from a private and confidential meeting with our dear rabbis, or from leading and lending your talents to a project or committee that you are passionate about. Perhaps it will come from turning and tuning into our webcast while on vacation or at home, recovering from an illness, injury, or medical procedure. Perhaps it will come from attending a gala or other celebratory gathering, a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, baby naming, birthday, anniversary celebration, or perhaps it will come from hearing the courageous honesty of our slichot presenters, or perhaps through song in choir, or perhaps it is here right now, and it is coming simply from praying together as we currently are. Wherever or however connection may occur, I encourage you to try and connect when and where you can. In doing so, not only will you experience the gift of connection, you will honor and sanctify us as much as we hope to honor and sanctify you. And that, by the way, is what is at the very heart and intention behind our Half Shackle campaign, and we hope you can participate if you have not already done so. It is one of our most inclusive initiatives to date. Allow me to conclude by bringing our attention back to where I began, where we all began and where so much of what we do as Jews in some form of expression or another always begins, Torah. Torah and us. Our greatest Torah scholars have taught us either while standing on one leg or while commenting over, over the course of centuries, that the sanctification of another human being is at the core of our sacred Torah 
It is the heart of what we call the Holiness Code, and I believe it is the heart of the commentaries that we are implored to go learn, as Hillel suggested. To be sure, our Torah scrolls alone cannot accomplish what they prescribe. We are the ones required to bring the teachings to life and to each other. We do so one action and interaction at a time by showing up, being counted, and being connected. There is no substitute for your presence within our holy synagogue. In fact, that is what ultimately makes it holy. With our sacred Torahs behind me and our even more sacred congregation before me, I conclude by repeating what I declared at the beginning of my talk, what I alluded to strongly in my address to you last year, and the sentiment I carry with me at all times, this is a great place to be. And may it also always be a great place to dwell. Gemar Khatimatova, may each and every one of you be sanctified and sealed in the Book of Life for good. Thank you, Jeff, and thank you to our entire board, uh, to all that have volunteered in any capacity at our synagogue, uh, whether it's on a committee or for a program or a project, and particularly to our board members who come week after week and month after month for various meetings and things and are always there at the other end of the phone or the email to assist our congregation and to lead it so wonderfully and with such passion and dedication. Our service